you are now about to experience the Revive Effect. My name is Matt Celestio, entrepreneur and holistic health specialist. And if you're ready to start your health journey but don't know where to begin, you are in the right place. At Revive, we create better ways of living for our generation by changing the conversation around health. Each episode shows you exactly how to build health into your life and you'll unlock tactics to improve your sleep, nutrition, anxiety, self-talk, and mind. Break free from quick fix culture. It's time you learn to love your body and ignite the fire that makes you feel like the real you again. Welcome to The Revive Effect. Welcome to the second part of your anxiety masterclass, which is all about food, mood, and inflammation, and how this all interconnects and affects your anxiety. Like we spoke about in the first part of this masterclass previously, this audio will show you a different perspective around how to sustainably ease your anxiety, even without that mainstream advice like yoga, breathing exercises, or meditation. Now, although these are great tools to help you mitigate your anxiety, In the second part of this masterclass, my intention is to show you how your food choices can affect your anxiety so you can start feeling more calm, level-headed, and in control of those spiraling thoughts and when you're feeling overwhelmed. So if you're someone who is constantly overthinking and knows what it feels like to mentally spiral or deals with negative self-talk on a daily basis, I empathize with you. But I'm also very excited for you because you are in the perfect place. This episode will present to you other factors like the foods you eat and your levels of inflammation within your body and how they are affecting your anxiety without you even knowing it. Not only just teach you, but teach you exactly how to master them so you feel calm and in control. We dive into some of the same practices our students from our Revive Live Better program and the same tactics that they use. And speaking of our Live Better program, I want to read you an, an incredible testimonial from one of our clients, Christina. This is what she said. She said, before this program, I was feeling very unmotivated, anxious, and I couldn't sleep or eat properly. Immediately after going through the videos and I started living with less anxiety, I improved my sleep and it gave me more energy and healthier coping mechanisms. I love the guided workbooks, videos, and tools that help me decrease my self-destructive talk learn how to change my mindset and thoughts into a more positive state. I am able to prioritize myself now more than ever. I have a healthier outlook on things and I have found things that increase my vibrations and I find myself living happier in my day-to-day life. Christina, you rock. Thank you for that incredible testimonial. I'm glad you found success with the program. And it's exactly the reason for this is because our program's teach you how to overcome your root causes for spiraling, self-sabotaging behaviors, and anxiety so you're able to improve your self-talk, elevate your self-love, and in turn give you more control over your mind, actions, and behaviors. This way you improve your mood, motivation, and consistency, so just imagine how easy it is to wake up energized every day to attain your better body, make healthier food, and dive into healthier habits when you feel free. That's also the biggest differentiator that separates Revive in the well-being industry. When you work with Revive, whether that's our programs, whether that's our podcasts, you really become educated around health. So you really start feeling empowered to make decisions that give you the results you desire with confidence. And this starts with understanding how the culture around you surrounds you with the things that damage your nutrition, skyrocket your levels of inflammation with the body, and leave you feeling more anxious and mentally overwhelmed. 
So as we're top on this topic of the food you eat and how it can have serious negative impacts for your anxiety, I want you to know that they also hold the power to yield the positive impacts that come from very small, simple changes in your kitchen and lifestyle. So let's dive into it. My favorite topic, the food that you're eating every day. Usually when we think of anxiety, we're focused on our mind. We need breath work, yoga, meditation, whatever it is to calm the mind. Now, yes, these are practices that can certainly help. But what if I told you that the foods you were eating on a daily basis could hold even more power to alleviate your anxiety just as quickly? The same way that you pour gasoline on a fire to multiply its size and intensity, the same relationship is true when you're eating foods that affect your anxiety and multiply its size and anxiety. But how? How is food able to do this for, to you? And this starts with something we call inflammation. So we're on the same page. Let's define what inflammation is so you're better able to understand the rest of this podcast. Inflammation is your body's response to anything harmful, whether that's toxins, bacteria, or even healing a cut that you get. Inflammation is protective. We need inflammation, providing it stays short-term and then stops once it's taken care of that toxin, bacteria, or healed cut. The problem with inflammation begins when it doesn't stop. Think about your inflammation like a teeter-totter, okay? On one end, you have inflammation, meaning it starts inflammation. And on the other is anti-inflammation, meaning it stops inflammation. You want this teeter-totter to have a very nice balance. You want their relationship together to work in harmony. Inflammation goes up when you need, then anti-inflammation balances out the teeter-totter when you need. Does that make sense? But here's the thing. If inflammation always stays up on that teeter-totter, this means you have constant inflammation within your body, throwing your teeter-totter out of balance. Now, when this happens, it puts you at risk for plenty of negative health outcomes. With one in particular, the topic of this podcast, anxiety. Looking at the breadth of research around the link between one's levels of inflammation in their body and the severity of their anxiety is a very fresh perspective. The overall evidence points to anxiety disorders being associated with enhanced inflammation throughout their body. To give you an example, a study published in PubMed injected humans with a bacteria that causes inflammation. Okay, you with me so far? They just took a bacteria, put it in a human, boom, they jump-started inflammation. So what the authors actually found was that as inflammation increased, so did feelings of anxiety. They also noted that individuals whose inflammation levels increased the most experienced the greatest levels of anxiety. What? What are we talking about? This is crazy stuff. You wouldn't think the link would be there, yet science has proven it left, right, and center. And to go a step further, a review published in Depression and Anxiety Journal, it analyzed 41 studies, and it came to the conclusion that there is an association between inflammation and severe anxiety and this provides insight into the way that anxiety, also including PTSD, is related to certain measures of inflammation throughout the body. Crazy, crazy stuff. Again, fresh perspective though. So now we know there is a big link between inflammation in your body and the severity of your anxiety. So if we're able to minimize the constant inflammation potentially happening within your body, in turn, we could be able to minimize your potential feelings of spiraling, overwhelm, and anxiety. Now, because we're on the topic of food, I want you to understand 
that every food you eat can tip your inflammation teeter-totter one way or the other. The foods you eat can either trigger inflammation or lower inflammation. I'm going to say that again for you. The foods you eat can either trigger inflammation or lower inflammation. And I want you to take this thought and carry it with you as you leave this episode. And this one in particular, okay? You really need to focus on the pattern of eating as opposed opposed to eating just a few particular foods to reduce inflammation. Look, there's no miracle food out there that's going to cure people with chronic inflammation. You can't eat blueberries and think, you know, I can continue eating all the junk that's spiking my inflammation and thinking, ah, I'm good, I'm in the clear, I have my blueberries, like Matt said. This isn't the case, I wish it was, ladies and gentlemen, but it's not the case. You need to have an anti-inflammatory lifestyle and diet. And over this episode, I'm going to show you my top three ways to do this. So let's jump into them right now. So let's dive into the first group of foods that's tipping your teeter-totter in favor of keeping inflammation heightened. We're going to talk about processed foods. In our day and age, we are obsessed with this high-protein, low-calorie fat. Convenience foods and wrappers, so-called quote-unquote health products, plus our ever-present manufactured snacks that pollute our grocery store aisles and home pantries. What I want you to know about these processed foods is that your body didn't evolve over millions of years to take in and thrive with these nasty ingredients. Your body isn't designed to thrive with monosodium glutamate, modified potato starch, or partially hydrogenated soybean oil. So when you ingest these ingredients from these quote-unquote health bars or chips, prepackaged meals, your body is going to view it as foreign, as a toxin despite the health claims that the food product is advertising on its package. So to fight off this foreign toxin, your body triggers inflammation. So if you're eating processed foods on a daily basis, even if it is in moderation, you are triggering your inflammatory response on a daily basis, in turn elevating one of the big contributors to your anxiety. Some big foods and ingredients to stay clear from, especially packaged foods, This includes things like sugar. It's not really beneficial for anybody besides that. It tastes great, so keep that in mind. Another one is any oil that is not olive or avocado oil. And this is where people really get tripped up because I want you to literally go in your pantry. I want you to look at any food. Grab the first food that you see and you tell me if it has canola oil, vegetable oil, soybean oil, one of those variations, maybe even a mix, maybe even a mix you will be baffled at how these oils are everywhere. And because these oils are super inflammatory and we consume them in such large amounts because of all the foods that they're in, especially in processed foods, this is why I believe our generation has chronic inflammation all the time. We're always eating these foods. Seriously, check that out because you're going to be baffled at the first thing that you grab will definitely have it. If not the first, the second, I can guarantee that. Unless you got you know somebody in your house who has really good purchasing uh, knowledge, but seriously, check that out. Anyways, I digress. Let's move on. Even check your protein powders for fillers and the extra junk the manufacturers toss in. Even crackers that market themselves as healthy, they probably contain some garbage like high fructose corn syrup. We could go on all day long around what ingredients spike inflammation, so I will leave you with this for time's sake. All processed foods and ingredients are unnatural meaning your body views it as a toxin that is foreign and will most likely trigger inflammation throughout your body. 
Very rarely do I recommend processed foods to our students at Revive, even if they're low calorie, high protein, low carb, whatever that case is. They come along with ingredients that throw gasoline on your inflammatory levels in turn, elevating your levels of anxiety. So what do you do here? You're scratching your head thinking, Matt, great insights as always, my man. What do I do next? And our students here at Revive and the students of Live Better and our Nutrition Kickstarter program, they know the answer to this so well. It starts with eating a variety of whole foods. And when we're talking about whole foods, we're talking about foods that don't require extensive ingredients lists or nutritional breakdowns or calorie callouts. These are things like quinoa, mangoes, chickpeas, cashews, avocados, sweet potato. Are you catching my drift here? Whole foods are what your body has evolved to eat. So eating in alignment with your biology will help your body reduce your levels of inflammation, in turn, helping lower your levels of anxiety. In our Live Better and Nutrition Kickstarter program, we not only give you non-restrictive lists of these foods, but we also give you big lists of the exact foods that are scientifically proven to reduce inflammation just by eating them. It's that simple. It really can be that simple. Yet we overcomplicate everything in our day and age. And we've even had past students say, wow, there are tons of food options in our programs compared to their other conventional weight loss or nutrition plans that restrict the tons of foods. And they're baffled by how, by how much they can actually eat. And yes, FYI, we include carbs on those lists. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, carbohydrates, mm, everybody's favorite. And we still ensure that you will lose weight and lower your body's inflammation simultaneously because we're eating in alignment with our body's evolution. So even doing this, I want to just add a little cherry on the top for you. Even doing this reduces the bloating in your gut. So some people even lose an inch off their waist within a week because their abdominal area isn't so puffy or inflamed. That's the power of our approach to holistic wellness at Revive. Eating foods to lean you out and help with your mental well-being. Powerful, powerful stuff. Anyways, I digress, I digress. The main point here is this. By stepping away from a diet consisting of mainly processed foods or a high amount of processed foods and starting to introduce whole foods as a lifestyle change, your body will handle the fine print of reducing levels of inflammation, which helps alleviate symptoms of anxiety. Okay, all right, let's move on to our second promoter of inflammation that's tipping your teeter-totter overboard with inflammation. And now this statement definitely shakes up some noise in an industry that's obsessed with low-carb trends and high-protein trends. Animal foods are one of the biggest and most consistent promoters of constant inflammation. At Revive, we are big plant-based advocates because of not only the weight loss advantages that come with eating plant-based foods, but because of the healing effects that come as a nice cherry on top. Mm. Time and time again, whether you're struggling with acne, constipation, a combination of those two, diabetes, cholesterol issues, anxiety, so much more. The foods that show protective effects and solution for these things are plants. Time and time again, the studies show up that these foods are plants. Meanwhile, the foods that show negative impacts that actually contribute to these problems, guess what kind of foods they are? Animal foods, meat, dairy, the same things that litter the Instagram culture of low-calorie, high-protein meals that you can make in 10 minutes. I wouldn't really recommend that as health-promoting, 
especially when we're talking about anxiety and its link to inflammation. So let's get into the back and the science back info as to why I'm saying these things. Because animal foods contribute to your inflammation, I want to look at research and science that actually shows how eating this way can trigger inflammation really, really greatly inside your body. So researchers in France, get this, all right? They presented a study that consisted of over 67,000 women who were eating a diet high in animal protein from meat and fish. Now, the study concluded their diet was pro-inflammatory and was associated with an increased risk for inflammatory diseases in their guts. IBS, IBD, you can even talk about some colorectal cancers. I don't mean to scare you, but I just want to illuminate how bad inflammation can be within your body, and especially when it's linked to eating foods like animal foods. Now, moving on, our meat supply, it also comes from commercially raised meat from factories and fish farms. You see, agribusiness, it's a very competitive industry. Farms, I hate to break this to you, ladies and gentlemen, farms are not like the pretty images that they market to you. Farmers pump their animals with hormones and the cheapest possible feed to fatten them up. Then they lace the animals with antibiotics to keep them from getting sick due to the growth hormone cocktails they give them, the overcrowded living areas, their unnatural diet including soy, corn, and even candy. Yes, they feed cows candy. And honestly, who knows what else? But you're probably saying, yo, Matt, who cares? The animals are eating that, not me, right? I'm good. I'm in the clear. Well, in this case, the saying of you are what you eat should be tweaked to you are what you eat ate. You see, these growth hormones, the antibiotics, and the toxins that these animals eat, when they consume them, they are stored within the animal's tissues. So when you consume these animal foods, even though they're full of our favorite thing in the world, protein, and they're low in what we fear so bad, carbs, you actually end up consuming those same hormones, antibiotic residues, and toxins that the animals did, which are foreign chemicals that set off a stick of dynamite and keep your inflammation levels high and your anxiety levels high. As we said at the beginning, we know there is a big link between inflammation in the body and the severity of your anxiety. So if we're able to minimize the constant inflammation potentially happening within your body, in turn, we could be able to minimize your feelings of spiraling, overwhelm, and anxiety. Yet, eating a diet high in animal foods and low in protective plant-based foods, it can really put a nail in the coffin to this, okay? Keeping your inflammation elevated as well as your level of overwhelm anxiety and frustration will continue to happen all plants though again let me actually preface with this i know i sound like the doomsday guy i'm always giving bad information bad news but i'm also here to deliver you there is a better way to do it and we do all hold the key to the solutions so if you're not going to be eating the diet high in animal foods what are you going to be doing plant-based foods are all anti-inflammatory plants hold the key to reducing inflammation and one of the big reasons for this is because plants have antioxidants. I know you've heard this word kicking around somewhere before. And antioxidants, super simply, they are the main compounds within plants that help reduce and protect you from inflammation. I'll give you an example of how powerful these things are. I once, me and my buddy went out, 
and we had some food that was definitely pro-inflammatory. We knew it was pro-inflammatory, but we were up for a good time, so we had a little bit to eat. Anyways, when we got back, he was super bloated. He couldn't even move. He thought his gut was going to tear. So what do I do? I spice up a little bit of a turmeric shot, mix some water, some black pepper, cracked it in there, and I gave it to my friend. Now, turmeric is a very powerful anti-inflammatory plant food because it's very high in antioxidants. It's debatably one of the most antioxidant-rich plant foods out there. So what ended up happening to my buddy who was suffering from this bloating in his stomach? Within 20 minutes, I'm not even joking, 20 minutes, his bloating disappeared. And he came running out of his room asking, Matt, what the heck did you just give me and why do I feel better this fast? And it goes back to the antioxidants. Plants have 64 times more antioxidant power than animal foods, which is another insight and a little nudge, wink, wink, into what types of foods we should be eating to reduce our body's inflammation. Here's another one for you, okay? Activation of the inflammatory response in your body leads to a release of inflammatory cells which have been shown to access your brain and trigger feelings of anxiety, stress, even hopelessness, and depression. Studies show you can literally drip saturated fat, which is a type of fat mostly found in animal foods and very little in some plant foods. You can literally drip saturated fat onto brain cells in a lab and see inflammation get turned on like a light switch. This inflammation in turn can lead to significant changes in motivation, as well as anxiety, arousal, and alarm, further fueling this negative cycle. But the good news, like I always say, there's some good news. I'm always going to deliver that for you. The good news is that this entire process is reversible. If you stop eating these unhealthy animal fats and foods and switch them for fats and anti-inflammatory compounds, as well as all the other nutrients that come predominantly found in plant foods. And this doesn't need to be complex. Don't worry. All plant foods, and I'm going to repeat it, all plant foods have an incredible array of anti-inflammatory, antioxidant, and protective powers that help improve your inflammation levels and mood. Animal foods promote inflammation. Plant foods help lower inflammation. Just imagine how eating these types of foods can tip your teeter-totter out of balance or keep it in balance. And one thing plant-based foods are really great for, aside from lowering inflammation, is improving your gut health. Now, I know you've heard this term gut health before. It's everywhere. If you own a social media account, you've probably heard this word. Everybody's talking about it. Now, what you need to know about your gut is that it is our third promoter of inflammation, providing it is not happy. A happy gut is not inflamed. A happy gut is balanced. You see, 70% of your immune system, which is the system that is responsible for inflammation, it's located, guess where? Right in your gut. Your gut is the first point of contact with the outside world. And when I say outside world, I mean the foods and the drinks that you consume every day, right? When you ingest them, your gut's saying, oh, look, you know, Sally just drank some Coke. Oh, you know, Rob just ate some fries. The gut is the first person to know about it in your body. So like we spoke about how processed foods and animal foods trigger inflammation, your gut is the one who sounds the alarm when it realizes these foods have been consumed. So by swapping processed foods for whole foods and swapping your animal foods for plant foods like we just went over, 
you are already working wonders for your gut and ability to lower your body's inflammation. But why are we speaking about your gut in terms of anxiety? And this is really crazy because new research coming out around the relationship and association between your gut and anxiety shows that most people also suffer from a gut issue simultaneously. Whether that's IBS, IBD, or some other gut issue, the link is there. IBS, which is irritable bowel syndrome, and IBD, which is inflammatory bowel disease, these are known to both report symptoms of consistent inflammation, and patients with these uh, issues also report feelings of anxiety or depression. Now, how is this happening? What's going on here? How is there even a link to that? That doesn't even make sense. So to understand this, you need to know that your gut is home to trillions of cells of bacteria that live in harmony with your body. The deal that we made with this bacteria in our environment is that we'll give them a free place to live if they digest food for us, protect us from toxins, reduce inflammation, and keep the place running, keep the lights on, everything moving smoothly. You have tons of different species of bacteria down there to hold up their end of the bargain, okay? Some beneficial species of bacteria and some not so beneficial species of bacteria to keep things super simple for this podcast. Now, a gut that has an unbalanced ratio of these two teams of bacteria within it, meaning more bad bacteria to good bacteria, again, to keep things simple, this can lead to inflammation, which is a significant contributor to anxiety. You want the gut to be balanced just like you want your teeter-totter of inflammation to be balanced. Now, here's a crazy example, okay? Patients with IBS have an imbalanced gut bacteria, which is why they have IBS, one of the main reasons why. Now, I once read a study where researchers took the gut bacteria from people with IBS and they transplanted it into mice. Now, guess what happened? Folks, the mice started to develop anxiety-like behavior, demonstrating that your gut can play a role in affecting your mental well-being, especially if it's unbalanced. Now, by shifting your gut bacteria into a more balanced state, you can not only improve your gut issues, but you can simultaneously improve your levels of anxiety because, ding, 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 they're linked together. The good news is you don't need magic pills or you don't need years to do it. You can change the balance of your gut overnight just by eating certain foods. It literally can happen that fast. And if you're eating the right foods, like our students of our Revive Live Better program and Nutrition Kickstarter, no, these results can come fast, real fast. Like we went over, if you're eating high intakes of animal products, processed foods, alcohol, sugar, you're going to create a gut that encourages inflammation and creates an imbalance. But a diet rich in plant-based foods is linked to gut bacteria that have the opposite effect. Our plant-based foods come into the rescue again, helping us lower our body's inflammation and balancing out our guts. So when we're talking about shifting your gut bacteria into a more balanced state, it means you need to feed your bacteria their desired food and keep their home tidy, clean, and happy. So to show you what I mean, let's imagine you're hosting a birthday party and you ask everyone who was coming if they want cake or cookies for dessert. Half the people RSVP'd, yo, we want some cake. I love cake. The other half people responded, RSVP'd, you know what? Cake's not really for me. 
I want the cookies. So to keep things simple, you don't want to cook all these or bake all these things. It's too much work. You're just going to serve the cake. Now, imagine you did this. Plus, when you had the guests coming over, you didn't vacuum your place. You left dirty dishes all over the sink and countertop. And you let your guests show up to a messy home. Mm, okay? So, guests arrive. And guests are doing the thing. Time for dessert. Now, the people who wanted cookies, when they see that you're only serving cake, they're a little upset. You didn't make what they wanted. Plus, add to the fact that they're staying in a dirty place, they're going to get fed up and leave. Your party is now missing half the people. Your party is out of balance. So, by not feeding your guests what they want or keeping your home tidy for them, it's the same when you don't feed your gut bacteria what they want to keep your gut environment happy. You could literally be starving them of the foods they need to survive and help you, which can throw your gut out of balance. Processed foods and animal foods, like we spoke about earlier, starve your gut bacteria and create a not-so-happy environment for them. Your gut bacteria's favorite food is fiber, and fiber is what creates a happy home for them. They love fiber. I can't even stress that enough. Fiber is a type of carbohydrate that the body can't digest but your gut bacteria down there digests it for themselves. And like we eat food, we digest it and then go make a deposit to the toilet if you're, you know, catching my drift. When your bacteria eat fiber, they do the same thing, but their deposit is much more beneficial to you and your anxiety. When you feed your gut bacteria fiber, they produce these acids that literally reduce inflammation. All you need to do is eat high fiber foods, plant-based foods, and your environment will stay happy and healthy because of these practices. Your gut bacteria will literally take that in, handle the fine print for you, and take care of the rest. But in our day and age of processed, low-calorie, and high-protein fads, the numbers are shocking to the point that less than 3% of Canadians don't get enough protein. Okay, Only 3%. That's such a small ratio of people in the entirety of Canada. Only 3% of Canadians don't get enough protein. Meanwhile, on the opposite spectrum, 97% of Canadians don't get enough fiber. 97%! There's no focus on fiber. They're missing a huge piece to the puzzle. Plant-based foods and fiber. It's no wonder why Canada has one of the highest rates of IBS, a gut issue, in the world. Estimated at 18% versus 11% globally, according to the Canadian Digestive Health Foundation. Now, here's the creme de la creme, the trick, not even trick or tactic, the literal piece of information that's going to empower you to start making more beneficial changes for your gut, your inflammation, and your anxiety. High fiber foods are found in plants. Avocados, sweet potatoes, quinoa, beans, legumes, vegetables. Processed foods strip away the most of the whole food's fiber and refine it into an end product with little to no nutritional value. Animal foods, get this, guess how much fiber they contain? None. Zero. They have no fiber. Plus, they wreak havoc on your gut and actually encourage inflammation. And this is another hint as to what foods we should be eating to reduce our inflammation, keep our guts happier, and as a result because inflammation is one of the major contributors to anxiety you can help alleviate your feelings of anxiety this is another reason our programs are so unique here at revive okay 
They help you shift your gut into a more balanced state through fiber and plants, of course. But our students also use four other holistic tactics to get their guts healthy without calorie counting, restrictive eating, food scales, food tracking, and all the nonsense that goes on within our industry today and the stuff that you're being told that clearly is not working for the vast majority of people. Look around. Everybody's still struggling with these gut issues. Obesity is a problem. So make that a true testament as to what you really need to be doing for your health, gut health, inflammation, and mental well-being. Our students at Revive lose weight while improving sleep, digestion, and even mood simply by shifting their lifestyle with simple tweaks that we teach. Now on this topic of plant-based foods and fiber foods, these are great foods to add in, but I want to point out something that so many people neglect when trying to get their gut healthy and their inflammation down. You can add in all the protective foods you want, but if you're not removing the habits and foods that are causing the problem in the first place, then the problem will never really go away. Imagine parking your car at work every day in a spot where birds sit and they literally take dumps on your car windshield. Would you rather wash your car every night knowing the birds are going to ruin your windshield again the next day? Or would you just park your car in a different spot? I think this answer is self-explanatory. Yes, add in these practices that we spoke about today. But also make sure that you're stepping away from the habits that are constantly damaging your gut and elevating your inflammation. It can work wonders for your health and anxiety. And this is something we teach and guide you through step-by-step in our Live Better program and Nutrition Kickstarter program. This way that you become educated and empowered, putting you in control of your life and well-being. So as a beautiful recap here, the levels of inflammation in your body are significantly connected to your levels of anxiety. Your inflammation is like a teeter-totter. On one end, you have inflammation, meaning it promotes inflammation. On the other side, you have anti-inflammation, meaning it stops inflammation. You want this teeter-totter to have a nice balance. You want the relationship together to work in harmony. Inflammation goes up when you need, then anti-inflammation balances out the teeter-totter when you need as well. But if inflammation is always staying up on that teeter-totter, this means you have constant inflammation throughout your body, throwing your teeter-totter out of balance. When this happens, it puts you at risk for plenty of negative health outcomes, with one in particular, anxiety. So if we're able to minimize the constant inflammation potentially happening within your body, in turn, we could be able to minimize your feelings of spiraling, overwhelm, and anxiety. Now, as a recap, again, our three big promoters of inflammation in your body that we spoke about today are consuming daily processed foods, a diet high in animal foods, and an unbalanced gut. To help alleviate your inflammation, and I want you to get a pen here because this is the insights that you're going to be taking away from this podcast. To alleviate your inflammation, it starts with one, swapping your processed foods for whole foods. Number two, swapping your animal foods for plant foods. And three, shifting your gut into a more balanced state. Put these three practices into consistent action, and I would be super excited to hear how your mental and physical well-being changes. Thanks for tuning in to the second part of our Anxiety Masterclass, so stay tuned for part three coming next. If you're ready to master your anxiety, sleep, nutrition, self-talk, and more, and you're looking for the guidance to lovingly guide you through that process, I invite you to check out our Live Better program with the link below wherever you're listening to this too. You're going to learn everything we covered today in this episode, plus additionally, how to navigate self-talk, 
toxic environments, anxiety, sleep, and nutrition. It's entirely online and self-paced, so you can take the lead in your journey with the top-tier guidance that Revive provides. I will see you either next week for part three of this training, or I'll see you within the program. Thanks for tuning in.